0: Thank
1: you, Bishop. <laughs> Recorded live <laughs> from the radio studios of WFAY and WMRV, Andrew Lonas Media presents Cumberland County's smartest hour of talk radio. Welcome back to another edition of The Carolina Cabinet.
0: Hey, hey, hey! <laughs>
2: hey,
0: hey, hey! I was going to do it. Hey, hey, hey! Got it! <laughs> Welcome back to another edition of the Carolina Cabinet. My name is Nat Robertson, and I will be your host as we discuss the news and the newsmakers. We're going to play a little bit of music. We're going to talk to and talk about some of the movers and shakers around Fayetteville and Cumberland County. Our mission is to bring to the airwaves a message on the right, right side, side, side of, of the, of the issues. issues. In the Cabinet today, we've got our good... Bishop,
3: let him out, let him out, get out of the yeah. cabinet, Bishop, here, here, Come on, Bishop. <laughs> I'm out the cabinet and the closet,
0: <laughs> our pastor, good pastor, Joshua Goodman, good morning
2: family, oh, we Gosh gotta do better, no, I know, I got I no. got I
3: gotta, I gotta, I
2: gotta have has, a, he got a theme song, you've got a hey, 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 and you've got a, oh. yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta have my own, I don't know, yeah, I got I'm still own. looking for it,
0: and, uh, just say amen, <laughs> joining us very soon will be Peter the Greek, Peter Pappas Peter is coming in, now Peter, yeah, so, uh, Hopefully with sandwiches. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully with sandwiches. That's right. So we'll see him shortly. Listen, you are probably tuning in to us on Sunday morning, listening to us, the smartest 60 minutes of radio on WFAY 100.1 and WMRV 106.5 The River. So welcome. We appreciate you tuning in spending time with us this morning. Please check us out. Message us. Like us. Follow us. Share us. On your favorite social media outlet, we are at
2: the the Carolina Carolina Cabinet.
0: Cabinet. And if you miss an episode of our radio show, you can find our top-rated podcast. Top-rated,
2: ladies and gentlemen.
0: The Carolina Cabinet on Amazon, Google, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast Podcast. broadcaster. Hey, don't go far. We will be back in just a couple of minutes.
1: Since 2012, Joshua Goodman has been the senior pastor at the Cliffdale Christian Center, a dynamic church and ministry located in West Fayetteville. Join our friend, Pastor Goodman, for a podcast or a live sermon in person at 6427 Cliffdale Road. Now, for today's good news, here is Joshua Goodman.
2: Well, good morning from the All-American City. This is Pastor Josh, and have I got some good news for you. In a time when so many want to unpack, talk about, and discuss all the problems, circumstances, and situations, all of the negative junk, I've got your good news. It seems like to me every Sunday at my church, the altar is full. Some come to receive Jesus for the very first time. Some to get their heart right. Some come for healing or peace or joy. But no matter the question you need to know, Jesus is always the answer. Matthew 7, 7 and 8, Jesus says this, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be open. Your good news today is, is that if you ask, it will be given to you. If you seek, you will find. And if you knock, the door will be open. But you've got to be willing to ask you got to be willing to seek, and you got to be willing to knock. Why, you ask? Well, because asking, seeking, and knocking all require faith. And our Heavenly Father responds to our faith. Hebrews says that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is simply putting actions to your hopes. You begin to hope again. You begin to dream those big dreams again. You can ask, you can seek, you can knock, and your father has not forgotten you. He's not turned a blind eye nor a deaf ear. He's waiting for you to ask so he can respond. This is Pastor Josh, and that is your good
1: news. Start your week off right. Thanks for joining Eastern North Carolina's smartest morning talk show. The Carolina Cabinet continues with your smart host, former Mayor Nat Robertson.
3: Why you got to be the smart host? Yeah. Like I want to be the smart. Sexy. You want to be the smart host. Yeah. I want to be. I just want to be smart. You can be. <laughs> I just want to be smart. Just like I feel like this is like educationism. N- n- <laughs> educationism. Educationism. <laughs>
2: Well, the other one is the sexiest 60 Minutes of Radio. And so yeah. You like, can be smart and i be yeah, sexy. That,
3: that's, that's more
0: appropriate for you, yeah, Bishop. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree. Yeah.
3: I agree. <laughs> I'll, I'll
0: do sexy. You, you can't have the brains and the body. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Right. yeah. The whole package. <laughs> Lord, if they knew us. I know, right? <laughs> None of us no. are blessed with either. <laughs> well we've got a uh, we've got something uh, what do they call it in the can yeah is that what they yeah, call it in the, the, the business yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah so our, our uh, co-host Peter the Greek Peter. is uh, was uh, had an interview with um, himself and the gentleman that's running for chairman of the GOP okay, okay. Uh, here in Cumberland County so uh, we're going to play a little bit of that and then we're going to wrap it back up cool. and come so back. So Peter's
3: not talking to himself. <laughs> well he does, but he, not, yeah, not in this case, <laughs> not this time, not this time.
0: So um, when we come back, we're going to uh, be Yeah, go to, roll be, on. yeah we're going to be with the doctor. Yep. So uh, Bishop, you'll have uh, a lot to contribute yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, there's not going on. to it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. So uh, we're going to roll this. Here's uh, Peter Pappas.
4: Mr. Brian, thanks for joining us today. Uh, I'm for everybody listening, I'm Peter Pappas, and uh, I just invited Mr. Bryant here to talk about himself a little bit, and uh, let's learn a little bit about him. So, Mr. Bryant, welcome.
5: Hey, Thank you so much for having me. Uh, any, anytime you get a chance to, to, to lead Republicans, it's a big deal. Anytime you get a chance to lead Republicans... Uh, in a place that raises and develops the best leaders on the planet, that's huge. So um, to be even considered for the position of county chair for the Republican Party in Fayetteville, North Carolina, Cumberland County, is massive to me. I uh, am a native of South Carolina. I was born in a little town called Saluda, South Carolina. There is a Saluda North Carolina, not that one, but the one in okay. South Carolina. And I was... Um, course, raised in the public school system, graduated from Saluda, South Carolina, attended the University of South Carolina uh, for four years. Wasn't able to get my degree, but I joined the National Guard in 1986, 87. And um, after that, uh, I I had to come out of school. Uh, My mom had passed away uh, in 1990. And so um, I I wasn't in much condition to finish school. Uh, I went into the active army in 1992. I came out of the active army in uh, 2005 after 13 years of um, straight active service, okay. and I went into the Army Reserve. And so, um, lately, I was able to finish um, an active career because I had so much active time, and I retired in 2020. I'm a uh, part of the slate that includes some some really uh, amazing people like yourself. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Tracy Waterford. <laughs> Um, I got a little shameless plug there. I yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you, course. yeah. Of course. Jessica Long, um, Sharon mm-hmm. Connelly. Um, and Jessica Long, she's a, a, a USCCA firearms instructor. She sent me a little something. Okay. Uh, Sharon Connelly, she is an insurance person. Of course, Bree, the current chair, who's going to be assistant treasurer. And we've got John Corley, Don Marquis, and Heather Holmes. And so you and Heather had run for office before, correct?
4: Yes, yes, we yeah. did. And yes. so
5: some of the experiences that you had. We're, we're not that good. Mm-hmm. And so I think one of the first things we have to do is uh, uh, we're we're here to make sure that conservatives running for office in Fayetteville and throughout the state, um, we have to help facilitate victory. Correct. So Absolutely. I think that maybe um, a different approach to – not necessarily a different approach, but being able to have the candidates kind of help them out, you know, maybe a mm-hmm. little bit more well, might be a good thing.
4: So I've said in the past, you know, I was a – neophytes all that you know i filed for office a day before the window closed Mm -hmm. and then i started hitting the ground running to run and i had to throw together essentially an organization and i by any means of the people that were running in the last election i feel like i ran one of the more professional appearing looking campaigns as far as you know it's it's a simple stuff you've got your website and your facebooks and all that stuff but then there's you know Asking for donation, asking yeah, for help yeah. is not an anti-Republican thing. I had an opponent at one time in the primary, and we're we're friends now, so we're good. But she was attacking me left and right about how much money Papa's is raising. And I'm like, once we got through the primary, I said, do you have a problem with Republicans raising money? Like, we're supposed to be the business people. We're supposed mm-hmm. to be good at that. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, not to be embarrassed of asking for help, right. whether it's monetary or it's just somebody, can you come and help me knock on some doors? Yeah. Uh, there was one weekend, I think she and I actually knocked on 350 doors in two days in the summer. And I felt like the candidate couldn't wear shorts. So I'm out there in jeans and a long sleeve shirt to look professional. And I'm, yeah, absolutely. I should have had heat stroke three times over, but, (laughs) um, but yeah, I, I don't think the party is responsible to shepherd me through my campaign, but having that experience myself and Heather have, I think we can write a, a couple of bullet points. Of a playlist, but we need yeah. candidates that are smart enough to understand to ask for help. Yeah. You yeah. know, the true, the true measure of a good leader is that he's got people in the room smarter than him.
5: Roger that. Now,
4: I'm not saying you're smart, I, I'm just saying, you know, you got no, me on the slate, so, you know. Right but, you know, it, why are you afraid of somebody that's smarter than you? And you uh, you, ask for help. I, I think uh, there was one candidate, I had been in office a long time. And he said publicly that I was the only candidate running that asked him for help. He offered it to everybody, but only one person took him up on it. Now, yeah. the the only thing I can say for my campaign, I took forty percent of the vote first time out. Not bad for a sandwich making guy that decided to go run for office. You know, right? So, um, uh-huh. but anyway, so I do agree the party can do more to facilitate these campaigns, but we want people that are at their core conservatives. Yeah.
5: Absolutely. I think that 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 is uh, amazing, truthfully. And so I know when I was uh, I ran for the Senate in 2022 and got virtually no traction. And but, you know, 28 people throughout the state still figured they want to vote for me. And I almost caught Ted, but I was only about 500,000 votes short. But the point is that <laughs> <laughs> we, there, we have people in our party with the drive. Yes. But I think sometimes if people had a blueprint, they'd be able to mm-hmm. better uh, go about running. Mm-hmm and so I think that that's one thing that I would love to be able to help facilitate even if I had to type it hey here's like a a a a very simple format for running for Mm -hmm. whatever um you guys have the experience so um if if you guys feel a, a desire I think that um I can't think of her name now the other young lady that ran um she she Gloria yeah she she really kind of um displayed her 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 frustration and I think that trying to look to, to pull up the slate again but she she kind of laid it out and um so i think that that's important to lay it out and to say mm-hmm. hey well what can we do um correct he, it was heather heather i think or
4: heather holmes heather yeah holmes. yes
5: yeah. yes yeah she was very very frustrated and i saw it says we do need to try to say okay well let's mm-hmm. give something even though the local party is not responsible for no. your campaign um but let's give you a template Let's mm-hmm. give you a guide so that you can say, hey, well, here's what I need to tap into. Here's a process. Here are the mm-hmm. dates for things like filing well, and stuff like doing that. Doing it the first time,
4: if you document everything like I did, when it came through the primary and then the actual general, I had my blueprint. So it wasn't the fact of what are all the things and stuffs I need to do. It's, okay, that, that silo needs to be filled with this, right. and I need people to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a very, very loose outline we can just offer. To help our own candidates, yeah. but you can only help those who want to help themselves. Right. So, and it, it is a lonely game yeah. running for office. Yeah. Yeah. You are it's yourself and yourself, and maybe a couple of very close friends at this level. And you mm. better have a passion for meeting people, talking to people, taking a little flack here and there, and moving on. But at yeah. the end of the day, we're still neighbors. Yeah. Oh yeah. You nor I are doing any of this for our own glory or resume i got a long enough resume mm-hmm. but it's
5: for the good of our community at the end of the day yeah so yeah absolutely so yeah i i i think that that is is the thing that we can convey a little bit more clearly you okay. know that that you know if you want to do it then you need to be able to say well um i, I have to believe in this vision Um, deeply enough to try to carry it out myself but still be able to say hey look you know who do you know that's willing to to link arms with me Mm -hmm. and go into the communities and knock on doors and um, do all the things that have to be done so candidates to win and so I think one of the things as chair I'd like to do is try to increase the number of volunteers Uh, that's only we're going to grow our party and so my approach would be trying to to do it as passionately as I can, okay. uh, and to try to draw people in and say, you know that, they're, and and that's the reason I'm standing right here now. I'm on a slate because I had to take uh, when when Brie approached me, I had to take 72 hours to say, mm, I know what this is going to mean. <laughs> I
4: remember <laughs> you mentioned that I had to take those 72 hours. Very military of you. It's a number of hours, not days. I like <laughs> right? okay, very precise. <laughs> right. Okay.
5: And so for three days, I, I kind of sat down and said, well, you know, I know what this is going to mean. This mean, you know, taking
4: some slings. Is it going to mean? Trophy, or is it a lot of work? See, that's what I don't think a lot of people understand is that you are basically accepting the lowest underpay or the highest underpaid position with the most work of Mm -hmm. anything in this county right now. That's right. I mean, garbage men are going to make way more than (laughs) you're going to make doing this. So you know, I I don't, I don't think some people in the party, uh, first of all, they don't understand the role of the party. As an advocate for, you, you know, to channel the national uh, agenda or whatever you want to call right, it, the right. platform, sorry, yeah. and but to facilitate. We're not there to do it for people. Right. Right. We are here to channel your volunteers, your your energy into something productive, mm-hmm. and what's the end of the day our goal? Republicans in office.
5: Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And so I, I think that that, that is uh, the thing that the, the probably the biggest thing. Let's get a bunch of volunteers. So it's what, 14,000 Republicans give or take coming and Give County. or take, yeah. Yeah. And so if I had half of them <laughs> fully engaged, right. man, we'd blow the covers off the, the left.
4: Well, you know, that saying, you know, you get more flies with honey. I don't know who the heck wants flies. But, <laughs> <Right>? you know, <laughs> being, I think, welcoming, just being a welcoming presence and a mm-hmm. uh, calming. You know, you come in and For me, jumping into the party a year ago, I didn't know which club to go to. I didn't know, you know, there was all this stuff going on, and I kind of just felt like I was jumping into a rushing river, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know which way to swim. I I, I basically just went with it, you know. So hopefully giving new people, uh, whether they're volunteers or party members, a a safe haven, a warm place to come and say, look, you're, you're among brothers and sisters here. It's a fellowship thing. You know, let's just. That sounds a little kumbaya. I yeah, know, yeah. But, no, uh, no, but you know you what,
5: know. though? I think uh, I said this when um, I talked to the Slate last Thursday is that we want to be the place where people want to come. We're like, yeah, man, the Republicans, they, they know how to have fun. And we smile, <laughs> you know, we, I, and, and, <laughs> yes. and we do. And one of the things I know, you know, especially when you when you talk to the uh, African-American community, I have to learn how to take the lick. Yeah. I have to learn how to take the hit because they're going to be coming at me like, oh, you are blah, 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 blah. And you're the reason. And I say, you know, Let's sit down and let's talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, in alignment with that, you know, when you talk, listen to liberals, especially when they talk the the, the CRT game and the oppression game, um, they are fast at the mouth and mm-hmm. they hit with you know some things that are true, but the context is false. And they 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 are soundbite guys,
4: emotion over over fact,
5: exactly. And so when we slow them down and we bring out the facts, and just like you did, step by step through the facts, and all of a sudden you don't have mm-hmm. you don't hear it crickets in the room <laughs> you know and so that's what i did. but i know that for me i have to be able to to listen to people say some things about me mm-hmm. that that aren't going to be nice right. and to be able to respond in a kind way and say hey you know i love you but you're wrong mm-hmm. you know and let's talk about why you're wrong and so th- th- those are the hopefully we can develop a, i'm I, I want if if i could fully translate what my desire would be for our party is that we are the fun people and that we're strong and that we're agile that we know how to walk into a situation look around and say this is what we need to do okay. so i'm praying that we'll be able to do that uh no matter who leaves if, if nina's slate pulls it then i'm gonna support her so I'm gonna say i'll go absolutely hey, what,
4: I, i'm not leaving my party <laughs>
5: yeah exactly <laughs> you know
4: i'm not it, it's not it's nothing to be cynical over and you know i wish she was here so we could talk to her about yeah, it you know because cool. i've known nina for a year and a half now yeah, yeah and she was a great help to me she yeah. did try yeah. you know and yeah it again it just goes back to it you can't depend on uh, somebody else to do it for you Mm -hmm. and you know she was a great help to me but you know here we are yeah you know
5: i think and and, and, you know i I think the thing is that um being able to say hey you know let's let's hash out whatever challenges that we have is is the thing i I look at this group and i keep looking at this group and the skill set that we have various skill sets that we have and i mean we're we're posture for success
4: i feel like we have a very diverse whether it's based you can base that diversity on race you can base it on uh professional background Mm -hmm. just general educational acumen yeah i just and how much each one of those people reach out into our community yeah i mean we we are some networking fools on this slate i mean we you know it's uh Well, anyway, I'm excited to work with the slate that we have now. Um, And that brings me – so your vision is basically county unity, get some volunteers, and get out the red vote. Mm -hmm. Don't let the Republicans sit home. How do you feel about absentee ballots?
5: Well, I mean – they're the law of the land, so okay. guess what? I mean, we got to be adapted and figure out how we can make it work for the GOP. Okay, you know, and so my 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 desire, so here, so my,
4: you're not against them. You understand they have a very important role in yeah. winning elections. Yeah, okay. I just
5: but you can't send me an absentee ballot that looks like a like a, a three year old scribbled on it. You <laughs> wanna, I mean, you're gonna have to have wh- who you want to vote for, but right. you have to have verification, your signature, right? And then it has to. We I think we're postured well because now we have. Uh, i think the four or three split working in our favor at, at the state supreme court okay and they're going to make good decisions about voter id they're going to mm-hmm. make good decisions about absentee ballots and about redistricting mm-hmm. that will make the right difference and so i think that that we're in i, I keep saying it's a good time to be a republican i, I think that we're about to, to really kind of flip so
4: it is a good time to be republican good morning everybody
2: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, here, here, here. Oh, oh here, here. I'm sorry. That's here, you. Here. <laughs> that's
4: you. <laughs> Look, Ali <at> Meta, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was me, Peter Pappas, with Leonard Bryant, the head of the Republican slate for party control. I guess. As well. Okay. Okay. And I am also nominated on that as well as a second vice chair. But and how and many
0: how many slates are there, Peter?
4: Uh, there are two slates. There's one official that I'm on, and then there's another slate uh, that has been offered.
0: And this is the regular time to come up and it is choose new leadership for the Republican Party locally, Every right? year
4: there's a Republican convention, but every two years there is the vote for who's going to be on the board. Uh, that's this Saturday, uh, 8 a.m. at Freedom Christian on Gillespie Street. 8 a.m. you have to show up to register as a delegate. And okay.
0: every, every time it's so important, like every election is not important, but... Because now we've got presidential year Correct. coming up. This slate up. will <laughs>
4: be the one trying to help get out the Republican vote for this upcoming presidential election. So it's very critical. The slate that I'm on, guys, I mean, it's very diverse. I said it yeah. on with Mr. Bryant. But it's not just diversity of color. It's diversity of education, background, where these people live. The opposing slate, these guys generally live East Fayetteville, Cumberland County. Yeah. it's It's the same people doing the same thing over and over. And this slate has potential to really grow this party.
3: So now knowing what happens at convention, um the in order to vote on the slate, you have to show up to convention. You have to
4: be in person and yeah. you have to have registered Republican as of january thirty first, twenty twenty three. So yeah. you must have been a Republican before. Yeah. So. You can't you can't just And it is five dollars at the door. they they're they <laughs> so cough so, so, so up some yeah. cash and some of the female clubs are having uh, I don't like Are they going to no have anything raffles. other than
3: the, the normal donuts and batata donuts? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs>
4: it's a little early for Baldino's to be open, so no subs. Yeah, no, <laughs> no subs. <laughs> yeah. Well, y'all, th- uh,
0: Peter, thank you and, and thank well, Leonard thank for that. That was very educational. Bring the subs to yeah. convention. A lot of fun. <laughs> lot of fun. <laughs> sure. We'll be right back.
1: Smartest hour of talk radio will return after these important messages from our commercial sponsors. Have another cup of coffee and get fired up with the Carolina Cabinet, Eastern North Carolina's smartest conservative morning talk show.
6: If it seems like been lost in let's remember let's remember if you feeling older and missing my younger days oh then you should have known me much better because my past is something that never got in my, way. Got oh, in my no. way sing it bishop still i would not be here now if i never had the hunger i'm hungry i'm <laughs> not ashamed to say the wild boys were my friends To let music set me on fire, and I was saved. Yeah. That's why I'm keeping the faith.
4: Yay, 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 yay,
6: This Is a gospel song? I can play the yeah. bells.
3: <laughs> Won't matter, dog.
6: Sony flag, brothers had them with a Cuban heel. Iridescent socks with the same color shirt and a tight parachino. I put on my sharkskin jacket. You know the kind with the velvet collar. Did it up, Shane? Velvet collar. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Took a fresh pack of Lucky's and a mint call. (laughs) Sinsen. Sinsen. Old man's Trojans and his old spice.
1: All right, here we go. (laughs) A sports writer and editor for over four decades. A renowned print journalist and communicator in the world of sports. And perhaps... The most knowledgeable sports journalist in the eastern hemisphere. Here, here. The Carolina Cabinet has awarded this individual an honorary Ph.D. in sports knowledge. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Earl Vaughn Jr.
7: Dr. Vaughn. Vaughn Dr. Vaughn. Vaughn. Dr. Vaughn. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Gentlemen, are you are you sure my sainted late mother didn't write that introduction? <laughs> <I swear. laughs>
0: that is well deserved, sir. Well deserved. Welcome. Uh, How's everybody? Good. Welcome back. There's a lot going Thank on you. in the sports world right now, isn't there?
7: Yes, yes. Well, we have some, some local news that we want to uh, promote a little bit here. i uh, like to talk about the recent class that was inducted into the uh, Fayetteville Sports Club Hall of Fame. Uh, and for those who don't know, uh, the sports club uh, has been around for Several years, in fact, uh, this was the uh, the 20th class uh, hmm. that has been uh, selected to the Hall of Fame. We go back to uh, 2023, and uh, the sports club basically is a group of uh, individuals from around Fayetteville who uh, support various aspects of uh, local sports primarily. And uh, the Hall of Fame was uh, created uh, for the purpose of trying to recognize uh, people who have made outstanding, uh, noteworthy accomplishments in the area of uh, local sports. Uh, in many cases, uh, these people have gone beyond the local stage to the uh, the college, and in some cases also the professional stage, to uh, reach their accomplishments. And I want to put in a brief uh, advertising plug here. Uh, this year's banquet uh, is going to be held on Wednesday, March 29th at 6 p.m., at uh, Highland Country Club. Uh, tickets are $65 uh, per person, and uh, they can be purchased by contacting Ashley Petrosky, uh and her phone number real quick is 910-323-9191, or you can shoot her an email at Ashley at NPFP. That's NathanPaulFredPaul.com. Uh, in addition to purchasing tickets, people are invited to become friends of the sports club. There you go. That's yeah. where the money's at. $100, <laughs> you will get one ticket to the banquet, and you will be individually or corporately recognized, whichever you prefer, uh, during this year's uh, awards banquet ceremonies. And with that said, let me just give you a brief rundown on the names, and then we can talk a little specifics about the inductees later. Uh, the inductees for this year are... Courtney Willis Colburn, Marcia Kuba, Rachel Yepes Rogers, Latoya Pringle Sanders, Gary Weller, and Kenneth Kenny Wilson. Uh, this is a wide ranging class. Uh, covers uh, you know a couple three different sports and uh, just really a, really an excellent group. And I uh, want to congratulate all of them for. Uh, for their selection and recognition and certainly a, a very deserving uh, bunch that's yes. been uh, put into the hall this year
0: very much so yep. uh, a few of those guys have been guys and gals have yep. been around for uh, quite a while in the community too so it's uh i'm, I'm glad we're recognizing them officially
7: absolutely absolutely and uh, you know i had the privilege uh, of covering just about all of these young people uh the only one I didn't have a direct association with uh, was uh, Marsha Kuba, but uh, that's kind of understanding because a lot of her accomplishments uh, took place many, many miles from here. Uh, for those that are not familiar with uh, Ms. Cuba, she is a prolific, and I do mean prolific in every sense of that word, distance runner. Uh, she has run over 120 marathons. Wow. And for those of you who don't know, that's 23 miles, 385 yards wow. per race. And uh, she has run at least one in every state in the United States. She has run on all seven continents. Wow. Mm-hmm. And has participated in five of the so-called uh, top six world marathons. She was training to compete in the last one on her list, uh, the Tokyo Marathon, when she had a hip ailment that forced her to withdraw, that's
0: crazy. She has run wow.
7: thirteen times in the Boston Marathon, wow. including in twenty thirteen, when the race was tragically marred by the terrorist bombing. She yep. was actually in the race that wow. race.
2: Wow. wow, wow, that is cool. <laughs>
0: well, very she well beard. deserved running. Yes, yeah. yeah, very well deserved. Well, her husband is an orthopedic physician. Okay. So okay. I, I'd laughed out loud to myself thinking that her knee problems, <laughs> yes, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you go he, home yeah, and back. you go, oh, honey. Hey, honey help. Yeah.
3: Let's not skip past the part where he said he laughed out loud <laughs> to himself. To it himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. wasn't really out loud to yourself. Yeah.
7: Right. The one young lady I want to mention, too, in particular, uh, because I, I had the pleasure of seeing her play and uh, this is the kind of quirky little story about Hall of Famers that, that you love to hear because I talked to uh, one of her high school coaches when uh, we were reviewing uh, her statistics, which really didn't need to be reviewed very much, and that's uh, Rachel Yepes-Rogers. Um, she was a soccer player at Terry Sanford, and I am not making this story up. I got it directly from her coach. She was such a prolific goal scorer for Terry Sanford that in order to try and keep the score under control, that she was, after she scored three goals in a game, prohibited from using her right foot anymore. She <laughs> no, had to kick no her left foot after she scored no three goals. Way. <laughs>
3: left foot <laughs> <Stomps>. <laughs> uh, Wow!
7: And so she finished her career with 166 goals at Terry Sanford, and she was twice named the Conference Player of the Year. Uh, She went on to play college soccer uh, for Louisiana State. Uh, She scored 31 points and 14 goals for the Tigers in 2007. She's among the school's career leaders in games played with 83. She finished with 33 goals, and uh, LSU won the Southeastern Conference West title in 2007 and made the NCAA Tournament. Uh, and she was named a National Player of the Week in uh, 2009 wow, for LSU. Awesome. So wow. definitely yeah, she job. is one of the finest uh, the female soccer players ever to come from out of here.
3: I bet her left leg is
7: huge. <laughs> <laughs> it really
3: is. I
2: have no idea. Where, do you, where did that even come
3: from? I mean, I'm just thinking, like, you can't use your right leg. You can only use your left. I got left leg is a monster. <laughs> man.
0: How many points would she average a game, Dr.?
7: Uh, I, I don't have her career, you uh, know, but it was—I mean, it was obviously quite a few, uh, you know. I mean, it's just unbelievable uh, because—and and another thing—and I, I don't mean to, don't mean to, uh, to lessen the, the status of her, but uh, Terry Sanford was was far and away the uh, probably the best soccer program in the county at that time, mm-hmm. uh, and everybody else was kind of trying, battling for second place most of the time. So uh, the, the level of competition sometimes that she ran against was not the best. They didn't really face some super quality teams until they got into the postseason. Yeah. yeah. But uh, she was still, I mean, literally head and shoulders uh, above everybody. Now that I say that, uh, that but bless her heart, if, if she was five feet tall, uh, she that was a stretch Really? She, she was she was one of the tiniest. Yeah, old, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> there, but she, I mean, I stand she could up. absolutely <laughs> maneuvered through and get that ball in the goal like like nobody's business. She was incredible.
2: All right. Wow. She's
4: wow. She may
7: be tiny but
4: fierce.
2: Yeah.
3: That's what yeah, I'm talking about. Don't, don't sleep on a short people with big left legs. <laughs> <laughs>
7: well, so what, it's like that line from uh uh Oh gosh, the horse. Uh,
4: Mr. Ed, Se- Sea Biscuit. No, no,
7: no, not that horse, <laughs> <Which> horse? <laughs> the horse. The uh, uh, the 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 one that they made the big movie about where they said, you know, uh he may be little but uh, but he is fierce. Dog-o. She she may be little but but yes, yeah, she was also she was definitely fierce.
2: That is awesome.
7: So anyway.
3: I like little people.
2: Let's talk a little Damn. bit about Sanders. Uh see she's a seventy first grad and uh what, what, what was she uh what was her story, Doc?
7: Latoya is probably uh, I, I would have to rank her among the most accomplished basketball players male or female ever. Uh, to come oh, wow. out of Cumberland County. Uh, at high school in the 71st, she led the 71st to back-to-back 4A championships uh, in 2003 and 2004. In the 2003 state championship game with Charlotte Vance, she pulled down 28 oh, rebounds wow. in one wow. game. <laughs> that's crazy. And, and I was there and watched yeah. her, and she actually did it. Uh, she was heavily recruited by the college's. Uh, She elected to play for the University of North Carolina, then coach Sylvia Hatchell. She was a key player there. Uh, She scored uh, 1,208 points in her career and averaged 5.7. Carolina, while she was there, made the women's Final Four uh, in 2006 and 2007. And then after she graduated, she was the 13th overall pick in the 2008 WNBA Draft. Uh, She was taken by the Phoenix Mercury.
8: Hmm.
7: She went on to play for them, for the Minnesota Lynx, the Los Angeles Sparks. And she spent her last six years with the Washington Mystics. And in her final season in the WNBA 2019, the Mystics won the WNBA championship.
8: And she started all
7: 34 games for the Mystics during their championship season. And she is now working with the Mystics uh, as an assistant coach. So cool. She is still continuing her career in, in Washington as a coach. Very
2: Good cool. Stuff. Yeah, Good that's stuff. I mean, awesome. Wow, and I, and I love to hear because uh, with all of these individuals, it's lifelong endeavors, and you yeah. see them really investing, you know, um, in whatever area it is. Them, I, I love the fact that she stayed on with the Mystics and is now an assistant coach because yeah. that just that that yeah, again, that speaks. I think to that of,
3: that what you said is, is key, that commitment is there. Yeah. And when you commit yourself to something and you see it through, you, you know, you're going to have bumps and bruises and scars and all of those things. But when you, when you have an end goal in mind, and I think, you know, um, th- th- these players are an inspiration to students and players that are coming up behind them that just stick with it. You know, yeah. You, yeah. you might, it gets hard. You want to throw in the towel, but just keep pushing and uh you'll 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 get to that place of, of success um, and victory. And uh, you know, I'm not y'all you know, you know I'm not a big sports fan, but I love a story of commitment. Yeah that you yeah, that's, saw it yep. through. Yep. That's the key and, right you,
2: and you yes, you stuck you stuck the course. what is it? Uh, you stayed with the course, you finished the race. I don't Boom. know what you're you talking, talking about, <laughs> Pastor Josh. <laughs> you're not gonna throw me in. Well
7: here. now on the subject of sticking with it and seeing things through, uh one of this year's inductees was definitely uh, of that caliber and was possibly one of the most versatile uh, inductees we've ever had, and that was uh, Courtney Willis-Colburn, uh, who, like Latoya, was a basketball player, uh, but she wasn't just a basketball player when she was at Terry Sanford. She lettered oh, all cow. four years in volleyball, in basketball, and in soccer, wow! And in 2000, at the same time, she was time? honored by the North Carolina High School Athletic Association as their Athlete of the Year for what? the entire state. So that's how wow. good she was.
3: So she did she all of those Star at the same in
7: basketball time. at East Carolina, and as a senior in 2004, she was among the NCAA leaders with 18 mm-hmm. points uh, per game and 10 rebounds. And she left East Carolina as the fifth leading scorer in school history. And was a first-team conference USA selection. Wow. She was invited to go to that's some great. WNBA yes. yep. training camps, but she decided that the best option for her was going to be to try to play pro basketball in Europe, which she did. Uh, she spent most of her career in Italy. Oh,
8: that's got to be She made
7: rough. the Italian All-Star game three times, and she twice led teams. To the semifinals of the Italian championship. Wow! So a very versatile athlete who who had some great accomplishments along the way. That's crazy.
3: Yeah, and I mean, yeah, that, that's got to be. I got a lot of
2: rebounds. It I mean, I'm just saying. If <laughs> I had a not lot emotional, of not emotional ones. Emotional ones. Like.
3: <laughs> and I'll bet her grades were just outstanding <laughs> the yeah, whole time I bet, too. I bet. And that that speaks well, volumes too. When you can when you can play at that level and and stay focused and and win at those levels and still keep your academics and everything right. on point. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. a lot of times we see where one suffers, but when you can maintain both.
2: and letter and whatever, four,
3: what was it, yeah. four four different Four uh, different, things.
4: all at yeah. the four, same time. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. You, you don't do this if you have a lack of passion. No, uh-uh. not at all. I
3: major in three letters, okay. F-A-T, uh-huh. <laughs> all at the same time. <laughs> and they're all
2: capitalized. Yes,
4: sir.
2: Dr. Vaughn, tell me a little bit about the one coach that's being inducted.
7: Gary Weller is a very, very special coach. Great story. guy. He, uh, Great he, uh, he, he came here, uh, I believe he came from Florida. Uh, he had been a successful coach down there and was hired to take over the football program at uh, Pine Forest. Uh, he enjoyed two uh, separate stints there, total of 15, season, uh, 15 seasons there. Uh, his time there was briefly interrupted when he left the school to join the staff of the uh, late Ed Emery at East Carolina mm-hmm. from 1980 yep. to 82. But then he came back uh, to Pine Forest after after uh, leaving East Carolina. And in his 15 years at Pine Forest, Coach Weller only had two losing seasons, and he averaged nearly seven wins per year. Wow. Uh, his two best records were 11-2 and two in 1978, and 12-1 and in 1980. But the amazing thing about Coach Weller is the personal tragedy that he had to overcome uh, to put his life back together. I don't know if any of you may remember the story, but it was back in 2004. Uh, a troubled young man uh, stole a uh, van here in town. A city and van, if I remember correctly. Deliberately running over people. Uh, there were some fatalities. And unfortunately, Coach Weller was one of the people that uh, he deliberately ran over with the van. Uh, he suffered multiple serious injuries, uh, various fractures, uh, j- just a ton of, of, of physical problems. And he basically had to, to put himself back together, learn how to walk again. And he managed to recover from all of his injuries. He was unable to uh, return to coaching, but he did become a motivational speaker and he used his incredible story to reach out to and inspire other people. Yes, and, uh, what a, what a great story. And sports just felt like for uh, all of he, he had been through, his accomplishments on the court, or on the football field rather, plus uh, how he had battled back from uh, in a, a near horrible, horrible uh, ending, uh, definitely deserved uh, recognition uh, as being a member of, of the sports club. So we were yeah. very happy to induct him.
2: What a great story. And then rounding up our list, Doc, is uh, Kenny Wilson. Tell us about him.
7: Kenny is uh, just an unbelievably dynamic young man, Uh, just a very powerful presence. Uh, And uh, he played uh, high school basketball for uh, the legendary Ron Miller, uh, who is also a Hall of Famer at uh, Southview High School. Uh, He finished his high school career as the third leading scorer in Southview history, yeah. averaging twenty point eight points a game, he was chosen All-State, All-East. He made the East-West All-Star game, and he led uh, the Southview team to the final eight in the uh, NCHSA playoffs. That's awesome. He went to Davidson College, where he became one of the top scorers in uh, school history.
0: So he wasn't very he smart to get into Davidson either, huh? All-time <laughs> in scoring for the Wildcats with one thousand
7: five hundred seventy-three points. He played in all but one game of his career there at the school and scored double figures in 52 of his last 56. Mm. He led the team in scoring his last two seasons, averaging 17.4 and 18.3 points a game. He was all Southern Conference his last two seasons. And this impresses me as much as anything. This is not easy to do. He had one of the best shooting percentages in school history making 53.4% of his shots, wow. which is, that, that's an unbelievably good number.
2: That is, that is
0: amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> that is so awesome. Here, here. So tell us again about tickets, uh, who we need to contact, what the website is, all that kind of stuff. We've got about one minute left.
7: Okay, very quickly, uh, ticket, the banquet again, Wednesday, March 29th at 6 p.m. at Highland Country Club. Tickets $65 each. It can be purchased by contacting Ashley Petrosky, And that phone number, again, is 910-323-9191. Or you may email her at Ashley at NPFP, Nathan, Paul, Fred, Paul, dot com, And that's the way to find out about tickets. And you can also purchase for $100 uh, and become a friend of the sports club, which will give you a ticket to the banquet and individual recognition or recognition for your company, at this year's awards banquet.
0: When do we see our guy from Fayetteville who played in the Super Bowl uh entering the uh, the Hall of Fame?
7: Now, which one is that? We've had several. <laughs> no, no, the one this the recent, recent recent one. one. Yeah. Joshy. Oh, Joshua, yeah. oh, yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh well, uh you know, he this this was his first trip obviously, and as we talked about the uh, he 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 was such a late bloomer. Uh you know, his his career didn't really hit its stride until he got into college, uh, yeah, so uh, we'll we'll probably uh, you know give it maybe another year or two uh, before we'll give him some some consideration. But he will definitely certainly be up for consideration sure. as, as time goes. By.
0: Awesome, yep. ladies and gentlemen, Doctor Earl Vaughn Jr., our <laughs> resident <laughs> guru of all things sports. Thank you so much, Earl. Thanks for joining us, Thank Thank you, sir. You. Thank you,
9: sir. Thank you.
1: sports and common sense talk in the morning grab another cup of coffee and settle in for more of the carolina cabinet eastern north carolina's sexiest conservative there it is
3: (laughs) (laughs) my boy loves that thanks again for joining the carolina cabinet a special thanks to our guest dr earl vaughn our sports guru And thanks to today's cabinet members, Peter Papas.
4: Callie Meta, everybody. Yeah, yes.
3: Pastor Joshua Goodman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I stole it, oh. baby. Our great host, uh, Mayor Nat Robertson. Hey, hey, hey. And hey. yours truly, Amen. Amen. All right, please do us a favor and take this time, take some time this week to visit one of our commercial sponsors and let them know that you heard their message on the Carolina cabinet. If you missed an episode of our top-rated podcast, find the Carolina Cabinet on Amazon, Google, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast broadcasters. You can always send us a message, like us, follow us, and share us on your favorite social media outlet at the The Carolina Carolina Cabinet. Cabinet. There you go. You may contact us via email to the carolina, carolina cabinet. cabinet at <laughs> hotmail.com <laughs> <dot> or <laughs> if you want to leave a smart message for us our message line phone number is 910 835 thanks again for tuning in this morning until next time we are the carolina, carolina cabinet, cabinet.